You are listening to Future Net Zero, a platform to help businesses and the wider community improve our lives and our planet by achieving net zero. In this podcast, Future Net Zero founder Sumit Bose spoke with Hanno Schocklich, CEO of Kaiser Wetter. They discussed how the financial markets in Europe and the USA will be reacting to government stimuli as we all aim to build back greener. So welcome to this Future Net Zero podcast. Today I'm chatting to the CEO of one of our partner companies, Kaiserwetter, Hanno Shostich. And I never get your surname right, Hanno. Is that right, Shostich? Have I got it's it? Almost, it's almost right, but it's fine, Summit. <laughs> well, we know each other anyway. We'll, we'll go on first name terms. Um, Hanno, first of all, is everyone well and everything okay? Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, everything is fine. Yeah. I mean, we are navigating through the, the current situation, but uh, thanks God, uh, everything is okay. Now, let's look at the current situation. None of us saw this coming. We never thought that something like this could absolutely rock the foundations of human society across the planet. And governments everywhere have been scrabbling to try and adjust economies and cope with all of this. We've got clearly in the UK, and we've just seen it here in the EU recently, this idea of building a back better. Before we talk specifics, do you think there is the appetite to build back differently? Because you could say after 08, 09 crash, we built back by going straight for oil and gas. Do you actually think there's a global appetite to build back differently now, looking at greener technologies, looking at more of a, a renewable way to get us out of this economic turmoil? Uh, Sumit, uh, honestly, I see this definitely happening for Europe and even as well for Great Britain. But the announcement we have done over the last couple of, of weeks, uh, how we can put all the stimulus um, packages in place and uh, what for they should be used, you know, by, by yeah, getting the economy back on track. And I think it's really great to see that the European Union um, you know, has set up the package of 750 uh, billion euros to be, in, yeah. to be invested um, and mainly uh, as well going to a green economy setup. The same has happened uh, as well in, in Britain by, by having the, the clear setup of what uh, Rishi Sunak and the yeah. budget has been announced of spending as well 30 billion pounds uh, for green recovery. And therefore I see you know, absolutely what's going on is happening in, in, in Europe and Great Britain is great. Globally, um, uh, you know, if you just look on, on the United States, I'm doubting that this is happening. Um, but in any event, I think we have uh, Europe and, and, and Britain as well, we have to lead the back and we have to, to put the things in place really uh, to make a transition happening. And now it's really time uh, using, of course, this recovery program absolutely yeah. push our green uh, change ahead. I think the thing is, though, obviously, you know, you're right. You could say the world is fractured and you may get uh, Bolsonaro in Brazil doing something completely different, India, China, America. Um, but the EU bloc is definitely going in this way. The, the, the real question is you saw the, 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 the wrangling over it, you know, the political kind of fighting about whether this is grants, whether this is loans, all of that. How confident are you that this money will actually find its way to doing the things we need, the decarbonisation projects, the kind of, you know, creating investment programmes for things that help improve uh, the, the, the environment uh, or, or just get spent in, you know, dare I say, shoring up 
uh, flagging economies because of the hit they've taken from the virus. No, but in the end, I, I, yeah, my, I think it's obviously and it's super important that we really find, you know, um, uh, the way and proving as well the way where the money is going to distribute it and, and to be invested. Yeah. Uh, do you, you know, European Commission is working quite strong on the um, whole decorator area for sustainable finance, the, the EU taxonomy, really, you know, making a clear way forward how uh, investment should be proved, um, how, how investment should also be done, and finally be proved. But all this needs to have something like a monitoring system in place, which is working in a convenient way, and which is really working in a way uh, which is not, uh, um, not creating a bureaucratic monster, which never can handle all these investments or, or proving these investments done to force our net zero approach. I mean, the feeling is that you know we 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 can see that we need to build back here, but the the real question is: Do you think the appetite is in the capital markets to put funds into these places, into these projects, into that, or does it mean that you, you what you've seen is you've needed the government stimulus, you know, whether that be the the EU and then individual states themselves, and here in the UK, you still need that political lever to. To, to create the investment atmosphere? I, I think we have a little bit to distinguish, you know, with, with stimulus, uh, you know, coming from the corona setup uh, and to stimulate the economy to bring it really back on track and yeah. make the, the, the industry and the whole economic working again is one part. Of course, part, part of the things has to be used uh, definitely, you know, for all this uh, new setup for the future, what means a green economy, investment in green economy, but also investment in digitalization uh, to get all this uh, digital stuff done, innovation uh, or forced, you know, artificial intelligence. This is definitely one part of the stimulus, you know, um, triggered by the corona. On the other hand, when corona is one issue, but all this climate uh, uh, change issue is another one. And, and therefore, I think we have to separate and, you know, for this uh, part of how we can fight uh, the combat climate change, we really have to, to create an environment uh, which is forced to invest. Uh, it's, it's not just being the capital who is uh, stimulating or who is, will show us the way forward. Of course, we need a clear way forward. We need clear regulations uh, and we need uh, things in place like the EU taxonomy regulations to make yeah. really the, the right way, the, the, how the money or the investments will be done in the right way to get to the goal. If not, um, just leave it to the, to, the, to the decision of the capital itself, I think we would fail. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? Because however much you could say moralistically it's the right thing, to, the, the, the money may flow to where the returns are easy in the short term. The, exactly, that's it. Uh, but nevertheless, we should, shouldn't forget that the, the, the certain return for the, for the money is, 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 is absolutely what we have to find. And also maximizing return is, is absolutely uh, something that we, we have to have in mind and which is the right way to do. Um, it's a capital approach. Um, uh, there's nothing to complain against that. But on the other hand, of course, we have to, write, to find the right way of doing these investments and how we can really, you know, convince um, uh, the decarbonization through, uh, through the whole economy or industry, how you're getting, you know, uh, to, to build up to, to investments in new uh, plants, in new uh, machines and all this kind of stuff. Of course, there needs something uh, to, be, 
to, to yeah to find a way and to have the, the clear way forward of of regulations and rules in place how this has to have uh, has to work out that all the industry of course um, makes this contribution to have a net zero approach uh, in the near future looking at what the eu has done how confident are you that the nation states can work together towards these these goals of course you know there are all the time these some national interests of uh, which, yeah. which, which of course there but on the other hand we really see a strong um, push coming from brussels and this is great to see that they are really taking it really serious and really put the things in place which Potentially, not all uh, states uh, within the European Union are currently seeing what uh, what will come from from Brussels. But Brussels really takes it super serious, and they're putting the right place in place. Of course, we have this national interest. Uh, some uh, in other direction than the other ones. Uh, but just look uh, what Spain is doing. Spain and the Pedro Sanchez government. Uh, yeah. Last couple of months has put uh, great things in place in 2020 as well to see. Um, how they can force uh, the, 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 the green uh, turn and, and having an idea how this should also stimulate the economy in the future. This is great to see this, 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 this is happening. Germany is doing it as well, maybe not that bullish. There are a lot of interests of the industry, of course. Um, so there's a little bit uh, different setup as well currently happening in Germany. But overall, I'm confident uh, that the regulations are coming in any event they have to come you look at germany let's just talk about germany okay which is where you're based um you know it's often seen as this kind of paragon of green but actually it burns shed loads of lignite still you know it's got so many of these big mines still there um it's got these power plants that are polluting like hell do you actually think that there's enough of a shift after covid to see that the markets and with government will look at this because it's a, a very important secure power part of Germany's infrastructure still, yeah, that they would say, actually, we need to, to, to walk away from this now. Um, I'm doubting this happening, you know, at the end, I think uh, <laughs> everything political wise and uh, all the, the, you know, the, 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 the uh, final agreement they have done from political level is a clear statement and it's a clear way forward to finally all the industry and all the stakeholders finally decided to go for and this is uh, fixed, uh, you know, to have the phase out of the coal fire power station until 2038. Of course, a long way yeah. to go there. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, but in any, any event, we have to see this is already um, a clear way forward and everybody is trusting in that, that there will come a speed up on, on having a phase out earlier. Uh, I think this will not happening. Uh, in any event, we have to see the current situation where, you know, this COVID issue and there are a lot of, of, of interests, other ones, you know it. We, we know these voices which are telling, okay, now let's, let's, let's remain with the, the current setup of even power generation because it's the cheaper one. So we have to use yes. this one the cheaper yeah. as well to stimulate and uh, not to, to affect the economy too much uh, and the industry. So at the end, I think there, there are the different interests, but uh, overall, I think the, the way forward until 2038 is, is clear. And Germany uh, will, will make this happening and, and has this uh, roadmap in front of it. I mean, they've done certain things there, haven't they, with the, the VAT reduction on 
sort of uh, incentives to buy uh, electric vehicles here Definitely. in the UK. We've we, we've had the announcement just in the last few weeks that you know we're going to have heat pumps that you can get in your house. You know incentives for the charging infrastructure. Just today we're write, writing a story as we time as we record this about kind of vast change of rewiring Britain to, to cope with electric heat instead of gas heat and fossil fuel heat. Uh, we're looking at uh, changes to you know the the energy demand side of things so do do you see that in places like because people look at germany as a lead that they're you know despite what you've said about perhaps not getting rid of the lignites straight away that the, there is a, a a groundswell of political and dare i say the markets moving towards the the, the cleaner technologies uh, i think it's definitely one of the part of the of the german economy to, to be great engineers and, and, and bringing uh, great things in place. And a lot of people are working on that and, and having new technology hopefully soon coming as well. I think the, the things you just have mentioned, uh, electric vehicle, how we can stimulate that. So yeah. more people are really using it, which we definitely have to do as well. And all this kind of stuff, is, of course, is happening. But uh, we should never forget, soon as well, at the end, the power generation also has to be green. So we have to see, okay, where, where the energy finally comes from. And here we see currently a little bit of fallback uh, as well in Germany, uh, thanks that the new regulations are, are in place. So um, we can now put more photovoltaics in place. Uh, originally, there has been um, you know, a cap of 52 gigawatts, which now has been canceled. So uh, Germany is allowed to put more gigawatts in place from coming from photovoltaic wind issue uh, also you know there has been regulations where you can put um, you know, wind farms close to the uh, next village or not and all these relations are now also fixed so there comes more security back but nevertheless we have to see that um, you know building up wind mile or a wind farm in Germany is not that easy uh, as you know no, it's not easy anywhere is it <laughs> yeah as a, as, a, as, a, as a decade ago uh, so there has to be Done a lot as well with the with the local um, local people, really to convince them to go for it and not just being against building up wind farms. Yeah, of course. So all these all these offshore uh, things, I think Germany is pushing this quite quite good. It's great offshore, but we need we need transition lines. So everything is linked to each other, and and but nevertheless, uh, we have to push this this way ahead. Uh, even it's sometimes a little bit complicated, uh, but we have to find a way. Uh, and to, to, to bring real solutions on the table to go ahead. We've really talked a lot about the, the money, you know, and it is clear that government needs to pay and stimulate this. But what about the private capital? Because you said at the beginning, we said, you know, if you just leave it to private capital, the problem wouldn't do it. But they've got a kind of moral duty to do it. Because if we as consumers say we want green, we want to buy now, after COVID, we've seen how the environment can recover if we do less crap, frankly, you know, we, we could demand that. Do you, do you think that private capital, you know, has a duty now to, to, to not waste the stimulus from the public money and actually do these things and, you know, confer with ESG goals and, and go, right, actually, the, the framework's here, now we're going to put our money into it. it there must be a, 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 a role for private capital to make a conscious decision here. Yeah, and I think the private capital will do. Um, I mean, it, it's, yeah, I think it will do. Uh, 
And as we see as well, you know, all this kind of ESG financing is is, is great to see how much um, capital already has flown in uh, globally in the first quarter 2020. And we are knowing that already we have 46 or $46 billion already have net inflow to global ESG funds. I think this is a great number, even under the current situation. So the things are still going on and the private capital definitely will also contribute. And I think a lot of big com uh, investment companies or infra infrastructure funds or uh, yeah, investment investors have announced that they're going for ESG investments and, and it's great to see uh, that the private capital is flying in. But on the other hand, we also have to see, okay, what means market, what means return? And, and Yeah, and that's the point. These, these projects are longer returns than they used to. Yeah, and Do you think that, that, that fund managers will be willing to take that kind of risk? Yeah, that might, uh, a fund manager never would like to take risk. Uh, <laughs> he, he also then, all the time would like to minimize his risk, uh, but this is not happening. And there's a, a risk return profile to each of the investments. And we have to see of all this risk return profile. And, and this is something often reflected in the returns achieved currently on the markets. Um, but, um, but nevertheless, we have to talk about this market approach um, alongside, of course, with the public funding, but in the, in the end, the market and the, and the private capital needs a certain return so that they are interested to go in there. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, uh, you're not getting this not much uh, return either on, on having your money on the account, on a bank account. So at the end, they're, yeah. they're, searching, they're searching for investment, they're searching for a certain return. A double digit is maybe not happening all the time, but even if you get a, a, a certain um, uh, a good number, uh, the, the uh, uh, private capital definitely will, will be doing investments. Some of the current great uh, topics need still stimulus program. I'm now referring to hydrogen. Hydrogen is, is a big topic, as we know. Everybody is a super hype. Everybody's talking about that and how we can put hydrogen in place. But of course, we have to see hydrogen in the end, what, what, how it could work on market standard. And, and it has been, this current situation is comparable to the beginning of, of renewable energies. Of course, we need uh, at the beginning some, some certain public subsidy uh, uh, set up um, and, and, yeah, and any yes, program really to force hydrogen and to really make green hydrogen happening and not just talking about uh, a gray hydrogen or whatever color of hydrogen, uh, but at the end we should uh, definitely go for, more, for a green hydrogen setup, which need to have, of course, a market approach uh, with an investment which needs also return. And this is currently what we what we have to, to, to see as well from the engineering point of view uh, to get there. We are not there uh, and we, we need a couple of years potentially to have really um, a green hydrogen production in place and our infrastructure, which is finally working. Just very briefly before I, I leave this topic of, of the funds and stuff, do, do you think that the, there'll have to be a different kind of thinking? As you said, you put your money in your bank account right now, you're getting nothing anyway. And then the fund manager will go, well, I'll put it into photovoltaics or hydrogen, whatever. And they may have to wait longer. Um, everyone will have to be a bit more patient, won't they, now, in, as we build back? Because if you're investing in newer technologies, they take more time. To, to give you those returns? Uh, yeah. Uh, one part is patience, the other, other part is well, um, how we can, you know, make the things happening. I'm, I'm still, you know, 
once again referring yeah to to have a subsidy scheme in place which yeah. is definitely needed at the beginning this is how to force it and this is what we have done in the past <clears throat> with photovoltaic and even for wind as well we've definitely to find uh, some programs as well to uh, to make hydrogen finally happening of course we need it, it's it's you know how long it takes it how how long or how fast we can turn the infrastructure around what means hydrogen to be used um, in the mobility area and in the, in the in the you know in the carriers on land or even on the shipping approach so there's a lot of things to do um, but of all the things uh, it takes a while um, to get, to get uh, you know um, a full uh, infrastructure and economy in place yeah but do, do, you think, do you think that, sorry to interrupt but do you think there will be the patience to do that now to wait a bit longer you say it'll take a while. Do you think the markets will wait a bit longer for these returns in these new technologies? They, they will go alongside with a public funding approach. I'm, I'm convinced it will happening, and, and hopefully can we turn, uh, turn around technology in a faster way. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're talking about five years or uh, 10 years, 2030. Uh, in 10 years, we will see a complete different landscape uh, uh, as well in, uh, in, in respect to hydrogen. Close to, to my office, I think it's 400 meters. Since six, seven, eight years, we already have a hydrogen uh, station uh, mm. close here. So the infrastructure is there, and and uh, but we are missing cars and we are missing the rest. Yeah. Of using it. Then you'll have the market. Yeah, I get it. I get it. The final thing I want to talk about is data, and and obviously as we get much more of this smart technology, particularly in terms of your infrastructure you're talking about, whether that be hydrogen, whether that be smart metering, whether it be kind of data points in, 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 in where solar panels are, et cetera. The data and the IoT, that is gonna become a major part of all investment, isn't it? And how that governs where you'll invest. Absolutely. And it's no doubt that this the, the, the technology, the basis for all these investments, but for all the setup for the future. Um, and this just coming back to the beginning of our, our, of our talking here, you know, how we can really prove the investments and how we can really uh, prove that the, the investments is done in, in the right way for net zero. How are you proving it? It's not to, you know, to, to get reports and looking into reports or this is done. No, you need to have a near data uh, uh, approach. You have to become much closer to the data, to the origin of the data and using, of course, the data to prove the whole concept, what's going on, and and this is definitely what we what we have to think about. It is the IoT approach is such amazing, and and also you know defining IoT what we see currently, but what are the next ways forward when we are we are ready uh, from from our point of view, uh, and as well what we have put in place in all these machine learning algorithms we have defined and using for uh, our predictive analytics, what we are using for investments, this is, okay, this is done, tick the box. Uh, we improve it, but this is the, what, what is next yeah. coming? And how we can see how we can use data, and we have used IoT, but what means, as well in our ways forward thinking, what means uh, um, certain analytics, uh, edge analytics uh, as a topic. And edge analytics is definitely future. How we can use technology, uh, 5G, um, of connecting, you know, uh, assets in a different way, much faster, getting much better to, uh, to, to the data, using the data analytics, but then using as well edge analytics um, uh, and, and, and all the analytic on the edge side, and not centralized way forward. But we need to have the data and the data analytics in place 
to make these things, what we have this task priority happening. And we see a completely shift in such a way. And we have to have a shift in such a way so that the investment and even the capital can be, investment can be secured. We have one part and this is the political setup or the, the investment security from the political point of view. This is, has to be regulated by governments. But on the other hand, we have investment security, which goes more in this operational setup and risk minimization coming out of operations um, and, and you know, uh, having the, 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 the cash generating machine in place. And this means we need to have technology, we need to have data, we need to have the IoT to prove the investments. This definitely has to come and this will come. There's no doubt that this is the setup of the future. Um, we currently see that the, 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 some of the companies are still you know, not aware of this high impact of data will, will happening and, and really urging uh, to, to get uh, aware of the things which are coming and, and who is not you know, uh, taking or not jumping on the train. Uh, who is already leaving the, the, the station in respect to, to investing or using uh, a data approach uh, as well for their own business. To end with, are you confident that, you know, in a year or two, two years time after hopefully we recover from COVID, that there will be a better uh, future in terms of where we're, we're putting our money? Do you think we will be putting our money, you know, you've worked in finance for many decades, do you think there is a positivity that the money will be used to try and do things to address climate change? I think for European Union, uh, we can say that there is a clear um, roadmap defined, uh, yeah. putting taxonomy in place, forcing sustainable finance, and there's the roadmap is defined. Uh, we know when uh, the first um, financial institution has to prove their investments into a green investment. This is coming in uh, already in 21 and 22 to be live, and this is quite close. So we can see from the European Union, the way is clear, and I'm super confident if it's not just coming from the capital market, which will not happening, politically-wise, it will be put in place. Uh, I don't know what, what Britain is doing um, and how, how UK is, 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 is uh, setting up the future, but I think as well, um, UK also is aware that the future has to be a green one and a green way forward. I mean, the power generation we see in the United Kingdom, you know, by looking at all these offshore things and further things they have in plan, it's great to see that, that it's, but it's not enough. And it has to come, of course, into the whole society and whole economy. And I'm confident as well that Britain uh, uh, finds its way also to contribute uh, the future, which is a net zero approach. Hanno, thanks very much for your time today. Summit, thanks a lot. You have been listening to a Future Net Zero podcast along with our partner, Kaiser Vetter. This has been a promoted podcast. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to the website at www.futurenetzero.com. Future Net Zero. Better business, better planet.